Welcome to the PI Podcast, political insights for the palaging inis. I'm your host, Matt Ardonias. And I'm sure that you've noticed, you know, we took a quick break. You know, Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Uh, so we've, if you noticed in the past few episodes, we've been looking more into topics in multimedia. We talked about publishing books. We talked about writing stories about mythologies, aswangs, and gods, etc. We talked about movies a lot of movies a lot about film institutes and now we're i will go back into real politics and policies soon i promise you but i'm just we're experimenting on what we can discuss in this podcast and right now uh we're going to discuss something that has i've always wanted to try and discuss and right now you know there's a bit of um issues with scheduling but finally we are here i've brought a dear good friend and of course, I would like to call him, let's say, an informal expert, a man of culture in the realm of anime and manga. Okay, he is a long-time listener, long-time friend, first time, let's say, let's call him my partner in this uh, episode. So please welcome Mr. Miro Abala. Hello, Miro. Welcome to the PI Podcast. Hey, mate. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Started with Australian, <laughs> despite the topic right now is, <laughs> of course, uh, anime or Japanese anime. Yes. So, or the Japanese natin. Konbawa, konnichiwa. Ohio, well, Ohio is good morning. What do they say? Tadaima. <laughs> That's welcome home. That's welcome home. Okay. Yes. yes. Well, tadaima, uh, Miro. Oh, I'm home. Sorry. I'm home. I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, Miro, uh, before we get into the topic, uh, we're going to discuss, yes. of course, the relationship between anime and politics. You know, anim- everyone, in a way, knows what anime, you know, is, you know, a, a, some sort of idea. But uh, let's, for everyone at home, maybe what's your definition of anime and well on the surface level mm. you would it's the usual mode if mm. um the usual mode is that it's usually equated cartoons right mm-hmm. a kind of cartoon uh, actually here in a local context diba madalas na ina associate na uy cartoons na naman ang pinapanood mo mm-hmm. <laughs> pero Technically, kasi, Mm-mm. and numerous sources like um, like a dictionary, any dictionary would define this as Japanese cartoons. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Pero I would, recent developments, like for example, mm-hmm. see the anime adaptation of Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. It's a very hot topic yes. <laughs> if they're going to consider this as an anime. Yeah. So, kaya ipapasok ko yung I'll be quoting Geoff Su mm-hmm. of YouTube, uh, mm-hmm. the YouTube channel Mother's Basement. Uh, in a video that he made a few years ago, na cover niya yan eh. He mentioned mm-hmm. that we cannot just put it in its usual definition uh-huh. that it's well the the basic premise is that anime mm-hmm. is widely considered as any animation. Mm-hmm. That is produced in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but then, as I have been raising earlier, yes. How are we going to consider yeah. a what is technically an American production? Actually, I know, think it's Canadian, a, maybe. 
to an extent. Yeah. There's uh, yeah. North American. There we can call yes, so you know, lang yeah. oh, the, oh, same, oh. the same species like, North America. Because Scott yeah. Pilgrim is a uh, American property with yes. uh, a lot of influences from comic yes. books, both Western and Eastern. So yes. it's not a it's not a pure thing. Even in the original comic yes. book, and even the movie with sorry Michael Sarah. You know, yes, there are some exactly. anime inspirations there and homages. Yes. yes. So, and right now, in a way, Japan is "quote unquote" taking it, taking it back almost, not not or yes, yes, their exchange. Yes. Like, so, how Japanese is the new Scott Pilgrim? Scott takes off. I think that's the one. Yeah, Scott. Scott Pilgrim takes off. Oh, Scott Pilgrim yeah. takes off, which is now on Netflix, by the way. Yeah. Recommendation, but what makes it Japanese? <laughs> Considering that um, it's a Western interpretation of Japanese mm-hmm. media, yeah. Primarily, it's the aesthetics, mm-hmm. uh, the art style, you know how the character, the character designs. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say the pacing because uh, you have. I'm not so sure how faithful it is because when I watch it, I just watch it as it is. Uh-oh. I put aside the side of me that read the comics Uh-oh. and watch even the live action movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I just watch it as a, as a standalone thing. So mm-hmm. I I can't say how faithful it is mm-hmm. with the material, but um siguro, a lot of the animators are Japanese, right? And they have a yes. dub, right? Yeah. A yes. Japanese dub. Yeah. They actually have a, a good voice actor cast <laughs> with that so i mean i watch it in japanese with english oh. subtitles so. you recognize any of the voice actors oh yeah um who's this uh the egyptian japanese uh, ifairus there egyptian japanese wow yes she is uh-huh. okay uh, excuse me. where else do we know her from um she is, uh, if you are familiar with Eminence in the Shadow, mm-hmm. she is uh, Delta. Mm-hmm. So she is the wolf girl mm-hmm. uh, combat tank oh. of the of, of Shadow Garden. So mm. yeah, that's one. Okay. She also, I think, in the latest season, she used, she has three. So she is a quite a, a household name already. One of the most recognizable voice actresses yeah. in anime. <laughs> also in Scott Pilgrim. But yes, the, she, uh, although, she voices Ramona. Right. Which, she okay, spoiler alert, voice. becomes much more important in this story than, than yeah. the original Scott Pilgrim. She has a lot of character development compared to the Manny Pixie yes. stereotype yes. that's represented in both the Western movie and the series. Now, um, yes. I think maybe before we move on, I'm curious mm-hmm. to know, like a lot of people would debate certain properties like, say for example, The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra, the Avatar series as quote-unquote yes, anime, right. and right, sometimes right. Wakfu, which is technically French, produced and voiced and written, mm-hmm. but it's all it takes a lot of homages from uh, Japanese anime. Would you consider these as anime? Because there's been a debate um, in the internet as well, you know. Very so, much, yeah. yes. Up until now. Yeah. Up until now, it's still yeah. being debated. No? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would rather look at it the way, as I have mentioned, the mm-hmm. Kai, Kai Joff too. He mm-hmm. mentions or he considers anime more as an art form. It's not necessarily restricted mm-hmm. or it's not automatically 
considered yeah. if it is produced mm-hmm. in Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, given that there are a lot of movies, there are a lot of series that are also co-produced mm-hmm. with certain yes. studios, uh, right. namely Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. So, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, you have The Red Turtle. So, it's mm. a multinational uh, I, I I saw that during the I'm not I don't remember the year anymore, but I saw it at the Japanese Film Festival. Mm-hmm. So it's a multi a multinational endeavor. Mm-hmm. So I think yes. it's French, yes. American, and Japanese. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, I would rather stick with that definition. Sure. An art form. Yes. It's it's an art form with roots uh, in Japanese in media with big eyes yes. and uh, cartoons. Yes. How you say attacks and energies, you know, yes. and transformations, but and not limited to them. It's yes, like, so, it's yeah. not it's not strictly limited to mm-hmm. to just being produced in Japan. Yeah, so. or having these yeah. trademarks. Although, yes. okay, I'm sh- okay. I think before we move on, I a question sure. pop in my mind. Bakit Kung galing sa Japan, at hindi naman ano, hindi man lahat ng anime Japanese, no, di ba? Pero it's in, at its roots and at its core, uh, originating from Japanese media and Japanese mm-hmm. uh, sensitive, sensibilities. Now it's a global phenomenon. Oh, yes. Oh, So, we can't, so, pero bakit mahalaga ang Japanese anime sa mga Pinoy? At paano nag, naging mahalaga? Or like, why are we, Mga Pilipino tayo, pero bakit tayo uh, pinag-uusapan ng anime? What, do, you have a question? do you have an answer for that as someone who is um, in anime? Yeah, no, I, I think mean... it's more Yeah, I think it's more of the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine the time or remember the time that yes. the two big networks, ABS-CBN yes. and JMA's mm-hmm. showed anime as a prime time yes. might yeah. Prime time programs. Mm. I could just imagine some of us that That's awkward a, time that that we have to avoid watching when we were Fushigi Yugi. Oh yes. So oh my seven, god. After Bente Quatro Horas, diba? Yes. So you have big shows like Voltis Five, yes. Pokemon, Fushigi yes. Yugi. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, of course, how you say it's a shoujo story with a lot yeah. of risque romance, yeah. a lot of nudity, cartoon That's nudity. the word. Yeah. Risque. <laughs> risque. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and I could still remember my parents being surprised na ano ba yan? So it was Barang exposed us to a lot of things. To. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's more of the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I mean, as a teacher for mm-hmm. quite a while, I'm almost nearing a decade in the in the profession. Mm. Um, I think I could say I could safely say that most learners are visual. Yes, we, um, we are more. The first thing that would get our attention really is the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been proven time again that most of the anime series that are well, well, partly to credit mm. to the success of GM7 mm. is they were the first ones. Yeah. They are the pioneers in showing that one. And part of the Not just charm. showing, but dubbing yeah. them. And if no, you remember yes. the Tagalog yes, dubs, yes, yes. Diba? we know 
yes. Ghost Fighters, you'd call Yusuke, <laughs> the main character, as Yuji, yes. and Rama as Dennis. And yes. Then, so yeah, the, and what's his name? Kie as Vincent. That, yes. And then, of course, you'd say, Anong gentle, gentle. <laughs> See, ano, or you <laughs> Yeah, and the crowd, whenever during the dark tournament, they said, Tapusen, oh, Tapusen, <laughs> which is a, our first attempts at localization. Yes. So, yeah, we all know that. You know the other examples, you know, but in Philipp- when we fil- tried to Filipinize anime, you know. Evangelion. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, we had, we had that. Um, mm-hmm. Although... Uh, it also served as a trigger for me because mm. it was not lost in ABS. Yes. Now, ah. uh, it was not lost because it was first shown around in 1999. Eh. Mm-hmm. So, transitioning to high school on yes. my end. So, unang sabi ko bakit nawala yes and then uh, during that time, paano mm. pa lang din ang internet dito sa atin eh. So, mm-hmm. mm prevailing paano pa lang eh sumasabog pa lang ang internet sa Philippines mm, so, yes. remember the dial-ups oh yeah and we <laughs> oh used it to god. watch anime like kasi oh my we, god yes. if we missed kasi dati sa television if we missed an episode wala na we have to wait for the new cycle yes. so sometimes we would go to the first anime streaming or we would try to burn the episodes into CDs o yung mga unang comic alley, binibili natin yung mga DVDs na sila mismo magbaburn. Torrents. Yeah. My God. Torrents. Okay, yeah. In the early In the early YouTube where in, you look at the episodes and then you realize they have divided it into parts. Mm. But then you get frustrated because part 3 is not it's not uploaded or was taken down kung inubos mo oh na tapos God. hintayin mo muna maging available yes. yung torrents di ba yes yes eh, ngayon, yung ang spoiled ng mga anime fans ngayon kasi oh, minsan much. buong season nasa Netflix na o nasa Amazon eh, yes. dito parang minsan kahit tapos na, late na we have half a season of a show and it's released in Japan but we, it would never come until like years later you know yes. bago matapos ang Dragon Ball we have Uh-oh. we have a very special type of we are we yeah. Filipinos are a very special type of an audience because we will painstakingly wait yes we will wait for it even though the temptations are there even mm-hmm. though you have pirate sites here and there yes. you would still wait for it <laughs> I would remember even in the first days of Market Market or even Makati Cinema Square na may mga DVD oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yun pala, well una-una they would say they would, episodes 1 to 4 <laughs> long <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I remember I discovered like one of my first uh, anime DVDs was an episode of Dragon Ball and oh it was my the God. first time <laughs> the volumes so, yes no it's not even a volume it was one episode and it was when the first episode <laughs> of Perfect Cell and oh get this God. this was my this was my uh, how you say uh, exposure to the American dub ibig sabihin oh English so parang hindi sila nagtatagalog by the way yes. I learned Tagalog first from watching anime but I was shocked because this is like okay this is 30 minutes of one episode all with different voice actors different music yes. yeah parang, did you ever uh-oh. now I'm curious na? did, naabot mo ba yung nag-transition sa 9 sa channel 9 
Nag-transition RPM, from diba? English. Yes, nag-transition yes. from English dub to Tagalog. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, that Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm still caught by surprise. Mm-hmm. Para in. Na yeah. parang nagsimula sa simpleng hirit na talaga. Mm-mm. Oh, sige, parang ha. Oh. Teka lang, English sila, di ba? Tapos mm-hmm. biglang nagtatagalog na. Yeah. Then the next episode, it's already in full tagal. Mm-hmm. So, why is that? Do you know why? Yeah. Bakit ganyan? Um, I think there it's one way. No, yeah. I, I'm gonna speak from a, from a bit, not, not a technical one, but I think from a marketing side. No? Sure. I think they're they're trying to do it gradually. Mm-hmm. Siguro it builds the hype and the excitement. Yes. Mm-hmm. No? And I think hindi naman, well, since access during that time was very much limited. Kasi, yeah. antayin mo talaga. Yeah. You have to wait for the next episode. Yeah. And so, yun nga eh, na, that time that they shifted. Yeah. And, from Filipino to English. I think in um I think in hindsight mm. access is really mm. a problem back then. Right. Siguro nung nakita na gumana sa nine mm-hmm. biglang nakita na ng ibang stations. Yes. So, like seven. Mm-hmm. Well, well it's two first channel yes. two. Mm-hmm. They showed what blue blink. <laughs> remember that? that one? My goodness, I'm not sure. I'm uh, familiar, blue yeah. blink is a story of a well. The titular character is a horse. Oh, a unicorn. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like uh, a milder form of Mushiko Tensei. Mm, not okay. that dark. Okay. No. So Sige. it's it's a, it's a friendship story between yeah. a unicorn named Blue Blink or Blink. Is that an anime? And I don't I'm sure I watched that. It's an anime. It's an uh-huh. old one. Okay. Uh, I think you would you could you could line it up with Heidi, although Heidi is quite far off na kasi sobrang luma na ng Heidi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. So, so Blue Blink muna, then uh-huh. you have Evangelion or Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then have uh, Card Captor. Yes. And of so. course, you know, Digimon, Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah. that one. Which um, Medyo messy. Yes. <laughs> Yung nangyari sa to- okay. yeah. yeah. You know what's yeah, weird, though? though uh, just to maybe encapsulate and summarize this part, you know, we were yeah. exposed to anime. Uh, there was a block. Not well, after school, four thirty onwards, and then yes, after twenty four hours, but up until nine o'clock, they were showing oh, yes. Japanese, yes. the great Japanese anime shonen and shoujo, or like yes. girl, little girls and little boys, and we were all captivated. Yes. But of course, because of the uneven purchasing, for example, a lot of these channels will need to pay and buy the rights to show this, and minsan tingi tingi, alam mo naman Filipino. Yes, yes, for yes. time, first 10 episodes muna. Tapos, mm. ano, next 20 episodes kung sisikat, tapos kung hindi. <laughs> what you, if you like the sh- one of the few sh- uh, fans of one show and they only showed, what, the first 10 episodes, you'll never or know. Or season one. So, yes. <laughs> so we all became, I say, pirates looking for ways yes. to finish the show. In yes. some ways, 
At first, anime fans might be trauma bonded by trying to look for this episode. <laughs> I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm one of them. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah. So basically, there's a, that's the social side how the Philippines was introduced, and eventually yes. we all got access to anime as the internet evolved. Yes. And now we're part of the global phenomenon of the popularity of anime. Yeah, yes. so it's now a yes. global thing. Mm-hmm. But for, first of all, we'll, we'll have to ask, and since this is a political uh, political yes. podcast, how is anime political? How would you say it's political? But before we get into that, that's the mm-hmm. main epi- uh, topic of the episode. How would you say that something is political? Uh, and I brought in here, of course, uh, for listeners. Yeah. Uh, Miro here is not only an anime fan, but also... Uh, have has a background in social studies, teaching in social studies classes. Now, yes. of course, Miro, how would yeah. you define you know political, and how would you say anime is political? First, I define something as political if it involves choices and decisions. Mm. If it is something that would help you with your choices. If it's something that would help you deciding in terms of influence, if it influences you, yeah, yes, Mm. Um, not only in the present but Mm. also your future actions. Mm. For me, that is political. Mm. The simp, I tell my classes that that the mere fact of you attending classes or not is Mm. political Mm. because it involves choices Uh and it involves making a decision. Yes. So for me, uh, that would be my springboard mm. uh, why anime is political. Mm. Um, anime is political. And, anim- and anime yeah. has affected your decisions. Yes. Yeah. In what sense? Maybe how's that? Give us some examples. <laughs> Siguro on a personal note, uh, the very reason why I became a teacher is because of that. Mm. <laughs> uh, a sensei? Anime. From sensei characters? <laughs> Teaching them how to do Kamehameha or the Sengan. Some, some <laughs> listeners will automatically tell me, were you influenced by GTO or Great oh, Teacher great to, Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would say that... I call it partly, Great Teacher Ordon, yes. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. partly, <laughs> but... Um, what really pushed me to uh, doing this is or, or choosing this discipline or profession is that yeah, the opportunity for me to to mix mm. popular culture and use yes. my references inside mm. the classroom. Mm. Um, yeah, that on a personal note, that that is one of those reasons why mm-hmm. why I would consider that as a political or anime. Why anime is political? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, uh, to to a point, I would agree with you that certainly anime, an art form, or art in general, does mm. have the capacity to influence and even shape your yes. personality, your morals, and your yes. worldviews, certainly, mm-hmm. to an extent. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think if I could tighten that a bit, because that could also mean it's psychologically important, philosophically yes. important. But yes. when you say something is political, it's more, it has to do with you know, public decisions. You say it's part of yes. decisions. I'd say public decisions. Like, for example, yes. because it forms your worldview, you know, it affects who you vote for, what yes. laws do you want, yes. what, uh, how you think Ideas about certain people. Ideas, would you subscribe? Yeah. 
how would mm. what do you think of certain people like for example what do you think about other people of other races mm. with uh, people of other genders think about that how and, certainly and anime just, affects the way you see women and vice versa or women yes yes guys. i was yeah, i was supposed yeah. to say i was supposed to say that um most recent series mm-hmm. most recent seasons would actually have incorrect. content <laughs> yes yeah both sides politically okay. incorrect misogynistic uh let's not call it borderline but misogynistic in general okay <laughs> okay um yeah there are also ways in which um in the case of i'm trying to remember that that series mm-hmm. wherein they talked about building a country oh there uh tensura uh, the day that I uh, the day that I reincarnated as a slime. Ah, okay. So basically, that's if you are go if you're going to ignore or put mm-hmm. aside rather mm-hmm. the cutesy patui aspects of it. Mm-hmm. That's basically how that's that's nation building. Yeah, you're building a nation mm-hmm. or a country of uh of not only monsters but of many mythical beings mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. that for me that is one of my uh examples why uh why anime is political mm-hmm. okay and it's, not just and, yeah yeah and also as an art form mm-hmm. you no know, it's, it's it's a vessel right uh, that's why um i would also uh, affiliate soft power mm-hmm. with anime it's a mm-hmm. vehicle or yeah. soft power yes yeah uh well before we get into the soft powerness you know how yes. uh we'll talk about in some okay the first way anime can be political is of course its content and even certain yes we mentioned e- that sure <laughs> yes so basically even if it the topic is everyday life yeah. slice of life anime sometimes if it the way it portrays women can influence the yeah. ways the audience relationships would, Women relationships, you know, yes, or how boys see themselves in the world, etc. <laughs> yes, or uh, maybe there's even more overtly, uh, animes about politics, like explicitly yeah. about politics. Say, for example, uh, people would say Code Geass or the Mecha anime. Oh, yeah. yeah, how yeah. high schools, st- yeah, Gundam. Well, let's mm-hmm. first start with Code Geass and how a high school student became a revolutionary leader. Managed resources, gathered allies. It, it's a power fantasy, you know. But in terms yes. of like, yeah, he got he has this ability to take over people, you know, control their minds, command them, and eventually builds an army to take over the world. First is mm-hmm. Japan, and then the world. So mm-hmm. yeah, so Code Geass, yeah. and then another one is the you mentioned the Gundam series, which is about fighting robots, but has a lot a huge anti-war sentiment. In and power the, dynamics and power dynamics. Yes. Can you give an example, maybe of like that, in a way, despite showing giant robots fighting, it also it has a message of peace. Yeah, like Tomino, um, the original uh, yeah. author and creator of the Gundam series. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, it may be subtle, but when yeah. you look at Gundam Seed. Yes, between the coordinates and the uh, the naturals, mm. that is a power. Between a crosses. metaphor between races or like yes, exactly. exactly. So it's, you have human yeah. beings and you have genetically modified human beings or the yes. coordinators. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, 
So it could be so that's another yeah, one. it could it could be how you say an analog or a met parallel metaphor to you know people of different uh races, colors, you know, uh, yes. people of color, yes. whites, etc. Um so yeah, there's genetics. There's also oh I recently I actually saw this in Facebook. Uh it's a scene from if you know this one I'm talking about of Gundam Victory, where in Oh yeah, yeah, the film. The Which movie. one? Do you know that one? I see, I guess you know the uh, scene. I have yeah. been I, I'm seeing the memes. Okay, but, but the I one specific really one I wanna them. yeah. Yeah the go, one go I want to talk about is where the main character, well, he has his enemy at gunpoint. We, he, mm-hmm. He's a little teenage boy, and you have mm-hmm. an adult enemy pilot. And then he's, oh, yeah. he's surprised that, say, even children old enough to play is in mm-hmm. this war piloting a Gundam. Yes. They see, they see Gundams as monsters, like a weapons yeah. of mass destruction. And yes. he's in shock and breaks down because a child, as old as maybe, he's like... A teenager is piloting mm-hmm. a Gundam, and that's actually we don't notice it because we are teenagers having a <laughs> fantasy piloting giant robots, and yet yeah. he realizes it's fucked up. If you really yeah. you look at child soldiers, which mm-hmm. exist today in the Middle East and in yes. Africa, yes. you know, even here in the Philippines, you'd have twelve-year-olds, oh, yeah, show like wielding war machines, and that's fucked up. They should be in school studying. Yes. And I think for a cartoon, that's a very adult message. So uh, we'll link it. We'll link to it. But for me, that was very interesting. Do you have any examples of your own? I think it's the well. I have been seeing a lot of slice of life and and um, magical realism mm. series. So the core message of most of them would mm. center on self development. Uh-huh. That um, really the I'll go I'll go philosophical in this. Sure. The interplay between intersubjectivity, mm. how one would look at oneself and how okay. one would look at uh his place, his or her place right. among the world mm-hmm. and how he would he or she would interact with it. It started mainly with uh, no, with the mm. uh, on my end, it started mm-hmm. with Evangelion. Yes. Uh you have a very a very secluded Shinji Ikari, yes, and eventually would have mm. his own character development, his individual development, mm. up mm-hmm. until now. Okay, um, when you look at certain series, like I guess um, I'm seeing this magical girl mm. scene uh, yes. gushing over magical girls. So, well, yeah, I, yeah. So it's Sailor it's Moon, focused- Card Captor Sakura. So yes, it's, it's, it's focused, about women empowerment in a sense, right? And really discovering yourself, discovering yes. oneself, your mm. your what what you can do, mm. uh, what are the possibilities of you growing as you grow older, mm. as you realize things. You yes, mm. I mean that's definitely a personal development, but uh, in some cases, I would have to say some to an extent what they do with that power becomes political yes. you know, what they do with that yes. uh, self-discovery yes. but that is not necessarily political in itself mm-hmm. uh, I would say that it can be linked and used with let's say certain political ideologies maybe women discovering yes. their inner power you know that could be yes. feminist, feminist. Have, for, for boys it can also lead to say for example once they discover that power 
I suppose that's it, it could be more conservative alt right, you know, but not yes. necessarily. But yes. certain characters have been celebrated it's by certain not, people. Yeah, it's not foreign when you look at where it comes from. Eh? Yeah, uh, Japan is pretty much a conservative yes. society, mm. so it's. It's kind of, it's not really a quiet part, as the kids would say it. Sure. Uh, they're not screaming the quiet part. It's, it's really yeah. that mm. part already. Yeah. Um, I mean, although, although Japan yeah. is boring politically, but the oh, political yeah. content in its art and its anime is diverse and powerful. Like the reactionary. Anti- yeah. Oh, is it? Reactionary. Yes, sense. it is. Oh, like, what, um, for example. Uh, women empowerment. Um, yeah. There had been a lot of series. Uh, we go beyond Sailor Moon and uh, yeah. Cutie Honey. So we go beyond that. What about Kill a um, Kill? <laughs> yeah, that's actually one of my examples. Uh-huh. No? You look at Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, you have two, well, basically first you have, you have a female, a mm-hmm. female character who is mm-hmm. not a damsel in stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... You also right now, uh, recent anime show you such self-capable or capable capable female characters. Yes, you have. Um, again, sorry for the for the referencing of slice of life. No? Yeah, um, one hundred girlfriends. So mm. you have uh-huh. you have such strong female characters there. Thank <laughs> you. Have, I asked you like, what is how is this? reactionary um well you you look at contemporary japanese society uh-huh. in real life and you uh-huh. would see that up until now those dated issues like female empowerment yeah you would look at uh, from the traditions up until the practice you mm-hmm. would see that the country japan mm. not the fictional one is still yeah. Still in the doldrums, uh-huh. they still okay. have. So you're saying the Japanese society is reactionary, but people express the how you say different. reforms and progressive stuff in anime, yeah, largely, yes. yeah, largely. Yes. Although there's still misogynistic you know, <laughs> content, there's also women. I mean, like I mean, you yeah. look at the humor. Yeah, so it's a you mixed bag. The... We're not saying it that is anime a mixed is. Is all progressive, although it is a space for progressive sentiments yes. to be expressed. Yes. but it's it's also it also has some weird fucked up <laughs> stuff too as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so in terms of content, you know, we can go about this all day long. But basically, sure. f- for the first sense, we can we can go back in future episodes, you know. But in the first sense, yes. anime is political in terms of its content, and it can actually influence yes. audiences. That's yes. one. That's the other thing is that anime is also a product and that it comes from somewhere. And it comes yes. from, of course, studios and armies of animators, voice actors, producers, etc. But it's also under fire in terms of labor relations. So maybe we can talk more about that. Yes. Like we all know the difference in, in terms of quality because of certain things happening. Can you I'll leave that to you to maybe summarize for our listeners? Well, basically, um, you would see uh, in your respective social media accounts or randomly see um, items or even snippets 
yeah. of anim, uh, of series getting suspended, no? yes. temporarily being off air because of what do they term as production issues. Yes. Now, some of us would do a deep dive and would mm-hmm. discover that basically being a an animator in Japan is... Yes. Is really a very I wouldn't say a precarious thing, but again, for the lack of the term, it's a very it's a shitty a job. <laughs> yeah, it's a shitty They're job. They're not paid well, and they have long work hours. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. sometimes benefits. They are not. I mean, you know, Japan is is a very big and a very wide, um, what you call this social security system. But mm-hmm. that by itself, I mean. Um, having yung magkaroon ka ng specialized category for yeah. death by overwork. Oh. Or, diba? Is there a word for that? Yeah. yeah. You know the word? Uh, wait, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> De- uh, death by overwork. overwork. Ano ba ito? Uh-uh. Uh, shoot, I forget. We're editing this story. Death by We know this. Japan. You know, Karoshi. Karoshi. There. Karoshi. There, there we go. Yes. Not karaoke, ha? Karoshi. No, Karoshi. Yes. <laughs> Iba yung death um, by karaoke, ha? Uy, sa atin lang ata yun. Lalo na when you, when you sing, oh my God, no. And so I guess, no. I think karaoke you, is Japan, Japanese. Yeah. It's yeah. Japanese origin. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Karoshi, yeah. And it speaks a lot when you have that. That you have a separate statistic and uh, specialized um, insurance or mm-hmm. specialized um, mm-hmm. benefit program for that, mm-hmm. It speaks a lot on how I mean, it begs the question rather na kamusta kaya sila? Yeah. Um, na yung in the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, madaming mga movies, maraming mga series ang naurong. Mm. Actually, up until now, we're still uh, feeling mm. the effects of that one. But there, mm-hmm. kaya nga, when you look at uh, the number, the amount of series mm-hmm. that are being released right now, my goodness, the original mm-hmm. ones, don't get me started with that 35 mm-hmm. original mm-hmm. series. Wala pa yung mga uh-huh. sequence. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Kung hindi nangyari ang pandemic, siguro sabihin na natin, safe to say, 15 uh-huh. or 10. Mm-hmm. But 35 is just... What's wow. 35? What? 35 series, original series. Mm-hmm. Yung mga bagong launch. Ah. We're not talking about sequels here. Mm-hmm. Talagang bago talaga or uh, adapted from materials that were never... Mm. Uh, na familiar lang tayo dun sa source material which are oftentimes mm. manga or light yeah. novels. Mm. So 35. Right. <laughs> so you could just imagine mm. well, yes. if we, in an economical sense yeah. it's good but in if you're going to think about it at what price? Mm. <laughs> Literally it's very economic yeah. Or let's say yeah. we call it political economy because these conditions are results of certain neglects by Japanese yes. legislators. In the yes. same, it's it's matagal na to, hindi bago to. Na yes. matagal na yung mga 
animators ay sobrang namamatay dahil ano, sobrang busy o parang the, sa trabaho nila. The, fe- the Karoshi phenomenon mm-hmm. has been there for the longest yes. time. I mean, it's not it's not even only in the anime uh, yes. industry. It's just one of many. Yes. But we kind of see the effects of it in the quality of anime sometimes. Like, yes. I'll give an example that we talked about many times it, personally. It's, of course, Jujutsu Kaisen, one of the most yes. popular animes. Yes. Uh, it had a solid and consistent season one, you know, all good. But here in season two, very mixed with some very high highs, but very low lows. Like you, you notice yes. that certain fights are better than others. Yes. While the, it ended on a high note, but which I heard based on like news that a lot of the animators from the middle of the season quit, so they had to mass hire uh, part timers, you know, free freelance, yes. in order to finish the season. But yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Like it's really bad. Like they, it's spelling. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the word? It's foot foot to mouth. Like the the moment they finish animating it, direction na sa ano. Yeah, yeah. Which is talaga ano na uh, what you call this? Malala. Malala na. Uh oh. I'm so, looking for a very good term, pero a very malala. kind term, pero wala malala. talaga malala. Oh, tawagin natin malala. Oh, sige. Na if we love anime, we should also learn to love our animators and to give them yes. the right. Time, like as as give them the opportunity to rest. I even like one one old, really old example. I I watched this, uh, Yu Hakusho, which oh yeah, point, it ended in a way early because he started getting tired of it. But yes. if he didn't end it, we would not have series like like the new Hunter X Hunter. Is it the same guy, right? Yes. Yeah, same guy. So, so, but he got tired of like doing a certain thing. So. We have to have it's not the best, you know. It's no. it's not the best ending for you, Hakusho. Obviously it's a distraction for the creator. Yeah. Kasi sobrang, ano, kaya nga, personally on a personal note, I I I really am hesitant to watch really long series. Yeah. With hundreds uh, of episodes. Not only one piece, okay. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah. That that's why when when people are asking me, not only students, but also yeah. peers, hmm. they're they're gonna tell me, Miro, yeah. one piece. Uh, my usual response is good luck sayo. <laughs> <laughs> good uh, luck sayo. It's I'm one saying of the longest it's good. anime, yeah. It's good, but good luck sayo. <laughs> yeah. It's Currently, like how many episodes? Thousands already. Is Thousands. Like Twenty years, yeah, more. Yeah. Oh gosh. And even the manga, the source material is still there. Uh huh. So it's mm. still publishing. Mm-hmm. So you look it's at still that. going. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so mm. that's the second point. It anime is political because it is a product, or it's an issue with regards to the political yes. economy of Japan, wherein. Yes. It needs more regulation in terms of the rights of the animators, the workers, producers, inkers, even, etc. And the voice actors, my God. Wala pang ano, mamatay na voice actor that that's a... Maraming nagka-COVID. Maraming nagka-COVID. Maraming nagka-COVID. It's a labor issue. Yeah, it's a labor issue. 
Yeah. Yes. Which is. we may not know how to fix ourselves since we're not Japanese, but it's a very complicated one. <laughs> yeah. All we know is the the cracks are showing. Uh, do something. We don't know what, yeah. but listen to the animators. Yun lang masabi. Uh, you I, listen you... to the people in the industry. Yes, the workers. Oh, the workers. It's a workers' rights issue. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway. so beyond that, uh, let's move to our last point. Yes. You mentioned earlier that it's also a form of soft power. Can you explain to the listeners what that is and how anime is a form of soft power? Soft power is basically the non-tangible. Because when we say hard hard power, it's military, economics, no? mm. those that we could see or that we could feel directly. Mm-hmm. So if some... Uh, just like what is happening in Ukraine and in, uh, in Israel right now, that's mm-hmm. those are manifestations of hard power. So mm-hmm. you, um, not only that, uh, not only that this involves military uh, stuff, mm-hmm. but it yes. also affects the bigger picture, which right. is the economy. Mm-hmm. So that's hard power. On the other yes. hand, soft power are the intangibles. So you yes. have culture. You mm-hmm. talk. About education, you talk about um, those mm-hmm. qualities that, yes, it 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 plays a big impact yes. in us uh, mm. as it forms our identity, mm-hmm. it forms our collective uh, mm-hmm. thoughts and ideas. Yeah, and anime is a form of mm. soft power because one, it it serves as a vessel. It yes. serves as an expression of uh, both hidden and obvious. Right? Yes. It's, it tells something about what is happening in the country of origin, say mm. in Japan. Yes. As we have been talking about since we started right. the episode. So we talked about how politically incorrect some of the series are, how yeah. misogynistic some of them. And it says a lot of what is happening yeah. in, in the country itself. That mm-hmm. up until now, women's issues, women's rights, right. are still being, if not ignored, um, still being um, put it's, aside. It's still a need. Like There's a lot more it's work to be need. done. Yeah, Like up to, to this day, there are people who, women who are being sexually assaulted in the trains. Yes. yes. It's, yeah. Out in broad daylight, so it's weird. Um, but also, as a inter, inter, international relations, because people watch anime, people want to go to Japan. P- people think Japan reference. is cool. Yes, yes. it's so, a reference. So not only yeah. do people go there as tourists, they eventually end up living there, you know, or yes. for a long time, or even yes. shopping to consume Japanese products as a result, yes. or living the Japanese lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, as in, even to the point where, and I'll post the link to this. If there's a, a a cabinet position for the cool Japan policy, which they have. Yes, they it's, have. It's legitimate yes. policy wherein it promotes, it funds certain you know Japanese animation intellectual properties. Yes. Yes. I don't know, if, even like the fact that she like. The in Japanese cities have Gundams, like life-size Gundam yes. statues. Yes, which started as anime. Now it's recently, like, uh, sadly, recently the Gundam statue, uh, I think in Yokohama, is already being 
spaced out. Oh no! Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Um, I haven't really gotten hold of the yeah. latest up. I think uh, operational costs. I mean, see. Okay. Yeah. That's sad. Well, be sure to go yeah. there. You know, but at yeah. the same time, while you still can, <laughs> while you still can. But the, the fact that they made one. Is a big statement that it's a lot of yes. people take a picture with the Gundam without having watched a single episode of Gundam. Yes, that's how yes. much of a cultural pull it is on tourists. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and not only that, but I believe there are like theme parks now, like the Ghibli theme park, which is same like a like a form of a Disney theme park. Yes, there's anapa. Uh, there's another. Titan, uh, there's park. actually. Yeah. There's actually a a trend now, no? When, yeah. Since most, uh, most again, again, I go back to the slice of life references yeah. because there had been a lot of slice of life series. Mm-hmm. They're doing what they're doing is a sort of a pilgrimage. So mm. when they saw a place or a scene that featured mm. a certain place, yes, the tendency of most tourists and alunaymang. Uh, fans no mga yeah. serie, they go. They oh. would look actively look for that, mm-hmm. like that um, that uh, scene in your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yes, Kiminonawa. Kiminonawa. So it 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 becomes it became a a pilgrimage site, so to say. Uh-huh. That stair that staircase. Yeah. So, so people go there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this happens to a lot of shows, you know, like, mm-hmm. for example, people go to the Statue of Liberty in America and in Korea, people go to certain areas because mm. this was here in a TV show. To a point, the people went to Sogada because of... Wag na tayong lumayo. Oh, yeah. Wag na tayong lumayo. Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, yeah. Shibuya. People go to Shibuya all the time. Yeah. Yes. And they're they're actively looking for nasang kaya to. Nasan yung lugar There's even a restaurant with, like... Yeah, guys, and themed food, yes. you know, drinks and cakes. There's a prison realm cake. Why would you want to eat that? Why would you want to eat gojo anyway? There's a lot of reasons why people want to eat. Oh, spoilers. spoilers! Oh no! Oops. Anyway, we'll, we'll spoilers. Edit, edit, edit. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, edit. Ko lang. But yeah. the point is, it's it become a huge phenomenon, influencing the behaviors of yes. a lot of people, and it's the whole reason why people want to go to Japan. And yes. there are a lot of questions, a lot of issues to talk about in the future, you know. But I suppose this is our way of condensing these many yes. possible ways of how anime is political. It, it, yes. it benefits not only Japanese values and society, but even the Japanese government and state. Yes. So, yeah. Um, and even the way Filipino, the, the reason why Filipinos are talking about a Japanese object like anime yeah. is yeah. The, the the statement of its influence on us, you know, which yeah. is not necessarily a bad thing, but we have to think. Yeah. We are more connected yeah. now. You sometimes yeah. say Japanese things like sensei and onigai or um, <laughs> exactly. So in the um, same manner why we have these Australianisms. Yeah. <laughs> we can th- have another podcast about your Australianism. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, now, but, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a, it's important, I think, we discuss and reflect on it, and hopefully, yeah. we do it more episodes. But any last works, like uh, words, before we wrap this up and move to the recommendations? Yeah. Um. Apart from, apart from what we have just mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I still go back to that. It's an art form, not just only something that mm-hmm. 
uh, expresses things, no. Yeah. But as we have discussed, it's something that would that has been. I think I wouldn't. Hindi ko siya ikakon sa isang generation. Okay. It has proven its influence in numerous generations already. Um, marami ng mga bata, marami ng mga tao, makagaya natin, batchmates natin, <laughs> ang na-influensya ito. And it just furthers the point that it is a anime is it's, it's something that we should really think of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, great discussion. You know, this has been an interesting hour on why anime is thank political. You. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Miro. It's great to finally have you on the podcast as a long-time <laughs> listener, first-time guest, not the last time, hopefully. Yeah. Now, uh, we move now on to the recommendations, where as someone who is, well, I've watched a bit of anime. I love talking about it. For a long time you know but uh, i'm sure you've watched much more so <laughs> let's talk about let's try to have recommendations on what is mm-hmm. the that can encapsulate maybe what are the most political anime that you can recommend yeah and maybe even sometimes bloggers and that can talk more about this anime things maybe who knows more about the topic than we do so yeah go ahead well very first well we, the very first thing, automatic na sa akin is Gundam. Mm, any Gundam <laughs> series. Yeah. Yes, any. Kasi, well, if you want to go OG, you look for the very Original. first one, mm. which is in around 1970s. Uh, yeah. Pero if you want a more condensed one, yun nga lang, medyo may iba ka ng reference points. Mm-hmm. No? Like, for example, what we mentioned earlier, Gundam Seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it focuses more on well, if you're going to look at it in a very academic context, you would look mm-hmm. at it as as a metaphor for race relations, mm-hmm. no? Yeah. Uh, sometimes you would look at it in the context of Japan itself and yeah. their apparent hesitation on um, hesitation on on immigration, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in the same breath, I would also include One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, uh, lalo na in the latter parts, you would mm-hmm. see that medyo nakikita ko yung angulo ng influensya ng pagsasakorporatize mm-hmm. ng hero mm-hmm. ng pagiging bayani. Mm-hmm. No? And the ironic thing about it is hindi lang pala nagkakaroon ng pagka, pagsasakorporate Mm-hmm. If there's such a word, no? Yeah. If uh, yung pagsasakorporate ng pagiging bayani, kung hindi yeah. ganun din, may, mm-hmm. may parallel, may parallel siya dun sa mga villains. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's another recommendation that I would have. Uh-huh. Ano pa ba? Mm-hmm. Not much on the ASIC. Well, I mentioned one. Uh, the day that I reincarnated as a slime. That's... It's political. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you are into political and so uh, sociological yeah. aspects, mm. oh, that's technically building a community. Okay, uh, all right. And siguro in the latter seasons, you would mas na-emphasize yung ano eh. Actually, mas na-emphasize yung IR uh-huh. <laughs> sa mga yeah. later season. Kasi mm-hmm. there, I mean, Rimuru, the main character, is already reaching out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Establishing his his notion or his 
recently acquired status as a uh-huh. so he uh-huh. has to he has to engage in a lot of IR uh-huh. with uh-huh. those countries uh-huh. and, uh, uh, not much in the slice of life because basically it's more more simmering on psychological maybe on the commentary side now, is there anyone who makes political readings about anime not just the anime itself dalawa lang naman ang go-to ko sa mga commentaries uh, <laughs> sige sino sila Mother Spaceman and Gigok Gigok which yeah. is from Trash Days. Trash Days. I mean, come to think, yeah. I don't think they need our recommendations. They're pretty much <laughs> anime. Yeah, yeah um, but they're pillars. If you're, of anime if you're looking for, yeah. if you're looking for a white noise, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to look for, siguro mm-hmm. people could, yeah, okay. siguro give you a crash course in that. But you look mm-hmm. for these two. Okay. You, know, you may not agree, and siguro may disclaimer ko doon. You may not agree with some of their observations, mm-hmm. but when you look at what, uh, when you just immerse yourself in the content, you would see, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All they right. make sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for those recommendations, Miro. And uh, for me, I, okay, I'll recommend three um three pieces of media that are for me the best encapsulators of of political anime first well these are mo- two movies from studio ghibli hmm. so uh one is princess mononoke oh which, yeah yeah which yeah is, that one yeah go of course uh you don't spoil the plot basically it's about a princess you know in currently at war with like mm-hmm. evil spirits and it's a good metaphor yes. for nature um, yes. Then another one. It's also a studio Ghibli inductor of property, which again it could be both happy and uh, nonsense, and also definitely deep inside. You know, pompok. Yes. You know, pom-poko. oh yes, yes. Which is about yeah. mystical raccoons, like uh, ancient gods in uh, Japanese folklore, who transform, yes. shape shift, and transform, and they fly yes. by expanding their ball sacks. Again. Hilarious shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> In other words, they tried to, of course, their homes are threatened by urbanization yeah. and they try to fight back. And there's a lot, one of the biggest death tolls in uh, yeah. in uh, Japanese media. So yeah, it's a good, yeah. well, it's a good mixture of fun, but also deep uh, political allegory. And the yes. last, of course, Gundam. I think in terms of a good entry point to Gundam, you know, a lot of Gundam can be very uh, dense and can be very confusing, especially the yes. Universal Century, which, yes. again, you already know the Universal Century, great. There, a lot of the best anti-war yes. uh, allegory is there. But as a gateway, I'd say Iron-Blooded Orphans, which, again, yeah. we have the main Gundam pilot here. It, it strips down. There's no beams, you know, but it's a very simple Gundam battle system. Uh, mm-hmm. It's about poor children, and this is the yeah. one of the kids who looks the most like a child compared to the other adults. <laughs> uh, I forgot his name already. But uh, Mitsu something. But anyway, he yeah. looks like a for me when he first wielded a gun. I was actually first disturbed because he was very <laughs> short and very small, very childlike, and of course his arc moving on becomes less and less human. And more yeah. into a monster, 
And so it yeah. inverts the trope. Like Gundam, despite, of course, he's always been monstrous, but you know deep down that he's a quote-unquote hero. Yeah. That is not the case here in Iron Blood Orphans. And you can find that in YouTube or in Netflix, the entire series. Yes. And, yeah. And I would like to second, of course, your recommendations for Devasi uh, Mother's Basement. Yeah. And, yeah. and Guy Gok or Gart. Yeah. yeah. But uh, for me, uh, he's a little less known. His name is Alexander. It's a weird way of spelling it. Uh, anyway, I'll link to his channel. But he has this great uh, literary readings on his favorite characters on Attack on Titan, on Jujutsu Kaisen, on Hunter x Hunter. All of them are good. Not all of them are necessarily political. But I think mm. the best introduction to his content is his essay on... Erwin Smith from Attack on Titan, which, by the oh. way, he describes as a real Machiavellian leader. Mm, I agree. How, how, I how agree. He, how he tran- he is transformed by the events of the series. I and agree. How he, and how he does, yeah, and how he uses a different kind of leadership just yes. to discover the truth, which is a very important topic in politics. Yeah. Oh yeah. That speech. And how he yes. knows he's leading people to their deaths. Yeah. How he rationalizes that. So yeah. I love the original. That mm. one is very much, very much power. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. So anyway. Thank you, Miro, for encompassing in this very well, well substantial hour, a very yes. fun and nostalgic discussion yeah. on anime <laughs> and politics. And yeah. let, let me uh, announce to our listeners right here that if you enjoyed more of that, we're working on a spin-off podcast with this me and Miro. In case that you want to follow us there, you know, uh, please continue following us on the PI podcast. Um, but we'll definitely bring back Miro on anime-related analysis, maybe even on deep dives on specific titles like Jutsu Kaisen, like Attack on Titan, etc., or a specific Gundam series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll definitely see more of Miro soon. But uh, Miro, do you Thank have you. anything to say uh, before we wrap this up? Um, promote anything or what? <laughs> stay curious. <laughs> stay curious. Stay okay. Curious. All yes. right. And of course, uh, maybe we'll see each other on the upcoming Japanese Film Festival, which, oh, will, yes. be, which will be running on from February 1 to the 11th, mostly yes. on uh, Shangri-La Plaza. Uh, mm-hmm. And they have some animes there, but it's in general on Japanese movies. Yes. Uh, but they definitely have I- interesting uh, entries. For example, the original Voltis 5 movie, which yes. by the way in itself is a good topic for anime and politics. Voltis yes. 5 was banned in the Philippines during the martial law for some unknown reason. You know, there are a lot the of last reasons. Few you know, episodes. The last few episodes. Even the finale not. wasn't shown. But now it is. You can watch that in the Japanese film. <laughs> and the remake, the GMA remake of the which is of course any quick words on that, you know, but it'll be it'll be shown in the film festival. <laughs> I'll just but, laugh. Okay. I just love, yeah. It's, it's mixed, <laughs> mixed review, reviews, but it's interesting yeah. to watch it itself side by side. My God. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, these are some of the interesting things you can watch here and many more in the Japanese Slam film festival. Dunk, the first oh, Slam that, I think, yeah, it's one of the best animated films of the last yes. few years. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
you know what? Let's yeah. watch it and then we'll have an episode about it. You know why it's sure. important. Sure. Okay. So yeah, these are some of the things that we can watch in the Japanese Film Festival. So yeah, mm-hmm. please feel free to watch it there. Like we'll link to you on the details of that film festival. But mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. The PI okay. pod, yeah, the PI podcast can be found in YouTube and Spotify and other places where you can get your podcast. You may follow us on Facebook or you may email us at pipodcastph at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, comments, or questions in the recent uh, episodes. You may even leave a comment now on Spotify. But until the next episode, magandang gabi, mga ka-PI. Oh yes, me, me na. <laughs>